Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. talking we're talking gold let's spin some gold all over these people's yeah, eardrums shoot, shoot hot gold it's rumple stiltskin all over their faces <laughs> yeah hot just gold. spinning gold shooting gold <laughs> ropes mm. hello everyone hi welcome to another episode of hype cast <laughs> it's back it's we're back, back. The movies, <laughs> the movies are back. The movies are literally back. Literally. Uh, literally. And not just in the way that we use it. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm the other co-host, David Bell. I'm Abe. I'm the guest this time. Hey. Yeah, you are. Abe Welcome. Epperson, that is. Welcome, Happy to Abe. be a service. Thank yeah. you so much to, uh, for being here on this momentous occasion in which movies are back. Oh, mm-hmm. I love being here. I love movies. This you know about me. Yeah. That's all you need to know about me. I was we, gonna have a list, but I got it. We figured you'd okay. be the most excited that the movies were back. So uh, I can't even. Cont- I t- for twenty minutes before we started recording, I just was bouncing off the walls, punching stuff, just going like, "Oh, oh, movies!" Yep, and just in a, 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 a in between bouts of just overwhelming gratitude weeping yeah yep. weeping just and then so laughing. thankful i was a real joker you were, you were. yeah you were you were just the, which you is were a the clown reference. prince of movies <laughs> you really you really danced down some stairs and, and cried <laughs> yeah i did good eye identifying it as a movie good eye <laughs> um fuck man yeah so this is the first hype cast since the strikes are over uh, uh, awaiting whatever inevitable next strike will happen, but for now the movies are back. Presumably, we're soon. talking. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about trailers that are new, not trailers from the fucking '80s or some bullshit like that. Um, and these are big trailers for big movies, and we're playing a little bit of catch up. So there'll be no news stories today. Bit. It'll just be more trailers. We're gonna do There's trailers so and more yeah. trailers. Yeah. Abe, oops, so you should, all trailers. Yeah. Abe, you should, should plug stuff. You should plug where people can find you and what your whole deal uh, is. You got to come over to Small Beans. 
that's patreon.com slash smallbeans. Uh, if you want to hear me and Michael Swaim and Adam Ganser and a bunch of other uh, funny motherfuckers talk about movies, we do what he they do. Come come do it more. <laughs> yeah, in fact, we are also, both, both me and Tom are sometimes on there via oh, yeah. uh, Spielberg right. and Star we Trek. We are two Futurama. of the Jokers you can hear. That's small. Yes. Yeah, that's right. The yuck yucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're like uh, that. We're like the horse and the people in Avatar with our tails all getting all intertwined. That's like mm-hmm. us. Oh yeah, that's we're our like horse tails dialed yeah. in, baby. Uh, are you are you ready for movies? Jumps fire the movie pistol. All right. I just I just wanted I'm to going... say that uh, that that analogy was particularly apt because if you guys remember when we all first met each other, we we did the avatar thing with with our tongues in each other's ears. Yeah, yeah. we like with, connected with our psychically. Spin, our spindly tongues. It's mm. our handshake. It's our handshake. Yeah, it's how we and, say hello. Yeah. yeah. And I will and you might ask the question, who's the horse and who is the tall blue man? And the answer, you're going to have to pay $5 for. Exactly. Uh, that's right. Exactly. So yeah, do it. Go to Small Beans. Um, I'm not going to fire the uh, movie pistol, actually, because we have producers to thank. Oh. Hey. Big ol' thank you to at Nerd Numbers. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you to Zero Charisma. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you so much. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew McGuire. Andrew Howe's nemesis returns. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew. How do you spell Andrew McGuire? How? We Thank got a you. thing going. Thank Settle you. Settle down, guys. Thank you. Like the two kids who are seven. next to each other in the fucking yearbook. They're going to start doxing each <laughs> yeah, other. Yeah. Thank you, what Asking Seven. Thank you, Asking Seven. <laughs> Thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank you. All right, let me swoop in here. Thank you to Bootler Bootlesson. Thank, Thank you to Brian, you. your Tom knows. Thank you. Thank you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Why, thank, thank you. Thank you to Burrito that wants you to drink water, hit the gym, and do the ska, because he loves y'all. Ska. Thank you to buy TikTok superstar Jason Pargin's new book, Zoe is Too Drunk for This Dystopia, out now wherever books are sold. Also ska. Mm, mostly ska. Um, yeah. Pick it up, pick it up. Jason's book. Pick it up. Uh, thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparks, Esquire. Thank you. And thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you very much. Mm. All right. Are we are we all juiced up? We got so many movies to go through. Uh, so Very many. exciting, so let's, man. Let's just put on our roll up our little sleeveys. <laughs> so many mm-hmm. good and exciting movies. I rubbed butter the whole time yeah. you guys were doing the producer nods. I was rubbing butter all on Hell my yeah. body parts. Just spraying Pam all over myself. Yeah, just, like, just, up. A, just a Pam safari on my body. Like try this- shampoo. <laughs> This dropped the day we're recording this, which is a it day did. earlier than we normally Mere do. hours before. <laughs> yeah, this is Madam Web uh, from Marvel's Sony. Spunk. Sony's Marvel? Sony Pictures. What is was she... it? It was like Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is she mm-hmm. a spider person? She is. is she a Spider-Man? She is. She is. She's spinning a web of time. Okay, because she didn't seem to be doing any, like, she wasn't flinging any well no but her villain is she's mostly um an old lady who's blind and sees the future um okay so i don't know what's happening in this movie they're kind of they made her 50 shades of gray there yeah it's uh it it looks like i mean obviously they're like trying to do the whole spider-verse thing with a bunch of different spider people and the multiverse stuff which is what all the comics have been doing for the past couple of years so that's i guess what this is 
Yeah. Um, yeah, this looks like shit, like all the other uh, yeah. Sony movies. So I, I have, I have a, yeah, I have a pitch for them. I have a pitch. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, all stop. S- stop it. Uh-huh. Like I, I think superhero fatigue is, you know, pretty pretty real now. Um, and I wonder if part of the fatigue, at least it is for me, and I didn't realize this until this. Is that they can't stop introducing more superheroes? That's so like definitely part of it for sure. Yeah, because there was always remember that like cracked ex, like esque observation where it was like, "Where's the Avengers during Thor 2, You know, mm-hmm. and it was cute at first, and we we sort of just like Marvel was like, "Just be cool with it," you know. Now it's just like there's fucking fifty of them, and and it's just this world like none nothing's like. How special are they at this point? Like, it feels like a large percentage of the population is just superhero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like Nick Fury, just... who put together a team, just feels like a guy. Like, there's 800 right. Nick Furies now. It feels right. like. he feels like fucking Bob Sugar from Jerry Maguire. <laughs> yeah, right. that's right. And they'll be like, oh, here's a sequence where, like, a building blows up in New York. And it's like, that's cool. I feel like there's 10 more happening. At mm-hmm. this same point, at this point, where it's just an apocalypse well, of just it's, superheroes. It's that the thing that really gets me, and this is, it's this is weird. This is I feel like this is a fine line to walk. As I've said before in our coverage of the Venom movies, I sort of like that Sony is is doing a more trashy kind of B movie angle, but like Morbius right. was really bad. It was um, very bad. This doesn't look any better than Morbius, so it, no. it's. In in the midst of that superhero fatigue, I think it's like especially like weird to put out a trailer that looks so two thousand three. Yes, I I also think it's like I have no faith that this will go anywhere. Meaning that mo- there's been so many l- dropped threads, right? False right? starts. Like yeah, I this is not yeah I totally. It's it's a big ass to get invested in these now, and it's like the last. The the most recent Spider Verse movie was kind of o- a little bit overwhelming for me and like overstuffed. Yeah. So now they're asking me to do it again, but with a new cast of characters and in live yeah. action, so everything looks worse than yeah. Spider Verse looks. I am a not I'm I'm a simple Marvel understander. Never read a, never read a book. I don't believe in them. And um, books. this is the most I've been confused by a um, like trailer. Like a mm-hmm. IP, because I'm like, wait, I thought so. Spider Man's in this. Oh no, it's a bad guy. Wait, no, it's not Spider Man, but it looks exactly like Spider Man. Is he just cosplaying as Spider Man? I'm right. A, and, I lost and, the thread. Right, and then it's like, and she's Madam Web, not the Spider Man. Yeah. So, and then she has Nicolas Cage in next powers, right? She like right. sees two minutes in the future or something. Yeah, I'm Was, unclear. You know what they should have called this the superhero. The groundhog. <laughs> that's not that's not very spider though. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, I'm sure there's great answers for all of this. I'm sure it's an IP that is very well thought out and all that. Uh, right. I just I it was lost on these old eye eyeballs. And then like Morbius and Venom, they're like, this is in the Spider-Man universe, maybe if it works out. That's the other like, like this. This one... is half committalness, right? Yeah. Where they're like, it's adjacent spider-man adjacent film i'm really gonna need you guys to start putting spider-man in these like yeah (laughs) stop circling like this this movie is gotham like adam scott is in this trailer he's playing fucking uncle ben you see him die in the trailer right and uh emma roberts is playing peter parker's mom apparently 
Peter so, Parker right. has a mom? Yeah, he's got I a mom. I thought she just died. Oh, I thought she, she was just... She died, but he got mom. She she arrived on scene yeah, dead. He had a few no, birthdays okay. before she her plane crashed. I mean, kind of to Dave's point about what the what's causing this fatigue, I would also argue that there has to be something to be said just about... They know, because, it, like, studios know, like, the reboots, the... Um, reimaginings the uh let's just have a reset button in terms of like a time travel device or something like that all these devices that are now circulating around this mcu um they're doing this because it's very easy to make movies and respin them because they're like ah oh, we don't like jonathan majors anymore well we'll just adapt you know like it gives the studios power but to right. us we're like we're our beloved characters you know like yeah. we're and a spin it like a so, web abe <laughs> yeah, that's right it feels so ungrounded because apparently <clears throat> i'm realizing now why they made her young cuz this takes place in the past because they don't want they can't don't want to put Spider-Man in it, right? Yep. So they have there you go. Oh, it's young Ben Parker, um and and young Mary Parker and Madam Webb is young. And so like if this hit if this becomes big, they can like stick her in Dakota Johnson in fucking old person makeup, I guess. Yeah. Or 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 just recast her. There mm-hmm. I don't know. It, again, it just feels like this movie will come out and we'll never hear about it again. <laughs> yeah. It'll just be a Morbius and it's like that feeling of like a kid who just keeps wanting more toys and you're like what happened to the old toy why aren't you playing with your old toy make a make, make us a Morbius too like like oh but no one wants a Morbius too I don't care that was the toy you picked out mm-hmm. play with your toy like stop adding more shit it's weird and I can't follow it anymore yeah and it all feels so inconsistent where it's like okay so there was superhero shit back in back in the day but like this takes place during the same timeline when Iron Man was like new and exciting to the world and superheroes, you know, like they're doing that thing where they're like, actually superheroes have always been around. Well, I mean, they've like, done really? that. Like, they've done that. Like the world was aware of Captain America in the forties. Right. No, it was like covered up. Wasn't it? Was, it was, was, it was it? weird where I thought it was the idea was he was, he wasn't like a <laughs> super, say. Oh, I, I don't know. I guess you're right. I mean, he was, and, but he then was like he, w- he doing disappeared. The punch Hitler USO show shit. Like, it's more and that then he thing died. where it's like, and then right, he died and went away for a while. Was, and no they one... knew a superhero existed, is is what I'm saying. They knew a hero existed. I don't think yeah. they knew that he was, you know, that, that ripped. Yeah. He was like a propaganda dude. Fair. Dude, imagine, imagine just also, Chris Evans walking did, like, around in the 40s. Just He would be a superhero because they'd be like, that dude is too ripped. Right. That yeah. is yeah. insanely would... ripped. <laughs> they'd pick him out as a time traveler, traveler instantly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, anyway, sorry, Dave. No, it just all feels like it's falling apart with that because it's like, why didn't anybody talk about this? It feels weird to focus it on Madam Web because the other hero characters in this film are Spider Women characters. Like, uh, right. they're they're essentially like different, you know, multiverse versions. Essentially, like uh, the character uh, Sydney Sweeney playing isn't. Uh, that's like she's her own. Char- she's not like a Peter Parker variant. Um, but I think the two other characters are, right. I think. And then oh, no, wait, no, wait, the... no, no, they're not. But like, what I'm saying is it's weird to focus it on Madam Web when you have three spider women in the movie. It's like, why didn't you focus on one of the, the spider characters I don't know, that can really like leap weird. and shoot webs and, and do Spider-Man shit, the stuff that we like? Like, why wouldn't you focus this movie 
on one of those characters and ha- you still have Madam Web in it so it connects she... to everything. It's so weird to focus on Madam Web. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking at this point. I assume maybe it's more of an ensemble. Also, I just realized if this goes well bad, they just go, oh, that was in another universe. Like, that's the thing they mm-hmm. do. Like, I think as you pointed out, Venom, the first Venom is clearly in the universe of Marvel's Spider-Man. Um, yeah. And then they just pretend it's in a different universe yep. by the sequel. And you're like, when did that fucking happen? Like, it's, yeah, they just sort of... Again, they they these are very like wishy washy. Yeah, to the, do, to the we point can easily that, just throw them away if they don't work. Right out. to the point that they're literally self contradictory, like you just said. Right, and so like, if they don't care, why should I? Yeah, it's exactly. basically what it comes down to. Where they're like, "Here's Madame Web, but don't worry, if you don't like it, we'll just junk it." And I'm like, "Well, then I'm not going to see fuck it." Fuck you, then. Yeah, yeah. Good <laughs> why pitch. would I want to watch it? Good, good yeah. way to way to pitch us. Bold yeah. move to kill Uncle Ben in a prequel, though that hasn't been done yet. Is that I mean, what's happening in this? That's all Uncle Ben ever has that's done. That's all Uncle Ben does. Like, yeah. he doesn't do anything other than die. That, so. that is his lot in life. Yeah. So I'm s- fine with it because it's just like, hey, Uncle Ben's doing his thing. <laughs> they should hot tub time machine it where he keeps almost dying. Or he keep, well, just <laughs> yeah, have him die really within the first 30 seconds of uh, seeing him. One uh, or the other. Yeah, that's good. You guys want to talk about this next trailer? Yes, Probably please. should. Yeah, this is Rebel Moon Part One: A Child of Fire. Like we know what any of that means. First I of all, <laughs> that's too many titles. <laughs> that's too many titles. <laughs> too many titles. Stop. So, Stop. Okay. Don't, this don't is, make uh, Part One. Just go yeah. Rebel Moon: A Child of Fire, and that's already too much. That right, that's already tells us it's Part One. Anyway, it, this is Zack Snyder's big Netflix uh, sci-fi space opera. Is this based on anything? No, this is an original okay. thing. So I'm actually like not not looking forward to watching this. Like it's a right. it looks like a big action sci-fi yeah. epic directed by Zack Snyder. It's an original IP. That I'll, I like. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> I I wrote down immediately after I finished this trailer. I was like, Zack Snyder was denied a Star Wars, wasn't he? Yeah, probably. I I'm on two minds of it. Like anything to knock fucking superhero movies off like if this is if rebel moon is the big new thing cool that's fine but also i don't think that's gonna be the case probably not I, I, but you know my my note is like if you're making up your own world use the trailer to tell us what's happening like i i, yeah. I, I kind of need to know because my my opinion on Zack snyder is that like he's fine like he i i told you i liked his justice league um, better than the like and I like the, the director's cut. It, it, yeah, it was I, genuinely I like, a better film. I like epics. I like his passion for epics. It feels like that he's being denied that because he's like locked into a streaming service. And then the Justice League was like pr- put out on HBO. Um, but also like I just found this to look like everything else. You know, like it has that gray blue color. It's a little bit, a little bit, not, that, as, not as much. I kind of disagree with you. I the blue drab stuff that you're pointing out, like I see what you mean, but it's more visually striking than anything Marvel's done for maybe ever. Like it's a oh yes, it's just a visually better film. It does overuse a bunch of stuff, but not like J.J. Abrams. It's not like Jurassic World. No, yeah. it's not. It's not derivative. Exactly. Like it's definitely a, clearly an original story and stuff. 
I just mean like the visual style because oh. he's just showing us visuals. Yeah. Yeah. That's the I'm problem. I'm sort of like, yeah, spaceships. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah I'm I, like, got, oh, I got the general, I got the general horses, sense cool. of like, okay, this is like a farm planet. Um, they're getting hit by raiders who are clearly like the ruling power. Um, uh, Sophia Batella, I think, is, is, is the character there. Uh, mm-hmm. she's like, nah, fuck that and rebellion. And now we've got a sweeping rebellion, uh, through space. That's basically what I gleaned yeah. from it. The also, there's robots, like a, maybe some like cult a, dudes. There's cool like looking weird aliens. It's a like spider a star monster. War. Yeah. It's they, like a they, war there's the like there's spider <laughs> monsters yeah. and there's weird, like what looks like mentors possibly. Uh, <laughs> get a mentor. <laughs> there's got a mentor. Dispensing some wisdom. Yes. Uh, the, <laughs> I'm getting big Valerian or Jupiter rising vibes because that's the one thing Jupiter about Zack Snyder. Thank when, you very much. Yeah, ascending. Sorry, Mercury rising. I get those confused all the time. Zack Snyder loves to write all these cool ideas, but it's kind of like cocaine. It's just yes. an, an, a, a serious number of ideas. So there's probably a cool concept at the bottom of this movie, like the movies I mentioned, but it'll be completely distracted by the sheer number of characters and offers in this movie, just to right. be like sci-fi. Oh fuck. And I just want a simple movie, even if it's epic, just make them, that's what Star Wars did. That's why we love Star Wars. Yes. Or like make a looper, people, you know? Yeah, I feel like Zack Snyder at his heart is like a production designer where he's like, I got real cool ideas for stuff um, and I don't know how to put it all in. I don't know, much like the Wachowskis, I really appreciate Zack Snyder taking these huge original swings and I never want him to stop. Yeah. Just because some of those swings might not be for me mm-hmm. doesn't mean I want them to stop. You know what I mean? I'd rather people be allowed to do swings, even if it's Again, yeah. for the. It's, it's kind of especially for the blockbuster movie because there's like a trickle down effect of. I mean, hypothetically, maybe Marvel has taken that away from our culture now, but like just the concept of you make a movie that is really original it will cause people to be like crave original movies right. a little bit more and like i hadn't seen that before what else haven't i seen before um I ev- think so even that... if it's for you know i don't know even if Zack snyder is just doing a formula and it's a blockbuster formula it can still be better than what we have i guess yeah i think his short game's the issue and what i mean by that is like army of the dead is that what it was called like vegas Zombie yeah army yeah. Of the heist dead. Cool yep. idea. And then you watch it and you're like, there's some plot holes in this. Or or Batman v Superman, you're watching and you're like, Martha? What the fuck? Meaning that like he has these grand cool ideas, but he can't execute it scene by scene a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, um, there'll be some silly shit in there. Uh and like again, I really I like I appreciate his Justice League vision. I also know why that shit failed. Because people went to see a Superman movie and got like a four hour epic. Right. That's really drab and everybody's very serious. And so, like, this does feel like where he belongs, right? Is like, yeah, make your own serious drab. Yeah, I'm asking world. myself the question who's the most compelling Zack Snyder character of all of his movies? <laughs> Fuck. And uh. I can't. That's the problem, right? Yeah. I mean. Shit. Maybe Leonidas I like, I like or whatever. Well, I liked his characters in Dawn of the Dead, but yeah. um, I liked characters. the characters. guy who worked at Best Buy who was thrust into the zombie apocalypse and was surprisingly good at it. Like he, Yeah, that's that, right. Yeah, There's but some charm there. Mm-hmm. As it goes, he likes to tell Freaking, like, fables. Um, 
Oh, gosh, I'm blanking on his name. The guy from House of Cards. He plays uh, the mall security guard in Dawn of the Dead. He's incredible. Yeah, he's great, too. There's some compelling supporting roles that I'm sure are being... But your point is... My, your my point, point is they're usually ves- vessels for exposition and cool factor. Also, did he write Dawn of the Dead? I don't I don't, know. I don't believe but so. But it's I'm his not interest sure. regard- at no, this he point. He no, James Gunn right did, down. right? Yeah. That's right. The Probably. That's, that's why, yeah. Yeah, James Gunn. Yeah, he thought of little of side characters who would be like, "That's a funny. That's let's laugh at that for ten seconds and move I on." I think he has. He might have also Shyamalan issue, which is like maybe don't write your stuff, Zack Snyder, because he he's a great visual director, and I really do he think he thinks in terms of like broad fables, where he doesn't think in characters. Right? right. They're like they're symbols on screen, which is why his Justice League is so big and epic but feels so empty because he can't like make them out to be like human right he was <laughs> like right. he was really leaning into the idea of the new gods and new mythology right. and that, to their yeah. credit marvel focuses on character a lot which is probably why they managed to survive much longer right like it's all about charisma for marvel it's all right about, it's not an abstract idea likable. we're not abstract yeah. but it, it's yeah. it's a it's a, a, a more focused uh, a, a, an idea that has broader appeal for sure right mm-hmm. and i i obviously there's problems with that um and they're seeing more and more problems and diminishing returns but it's well, funny when everyone's the, the way... when everyone's the same character that's the problem they're yeah, running exactly. into in marvel but <laughs> yeah, i think that, what, that's I, yeah yeah i think the way Zack snyder envisions like the epicness of superheroes is more spot on it's just there's no personality to it yeah. I think ultimately. Yeah. It's and a lot like of it comes fun. from like the Henry Cavills and stuff. Like I, there's good ideas. He's had like there's I love in Man of Steel the whole, you know, like alien human alien morality versus, you know, human morality. What's the better morality to have that? But that's a Superman thing. That's not right. necessarily him thing is he just played it well because he actually understood it and was interested in telling that story. Um, I don't think he's that interested in anything that is an archetypal, like you're saying. Yeah, I think he's a little Lucasy, right? Where he yeah. doesn't quite understand people, or he, or I shouldn't say that. I don't know the guy. He just doesn't seem to write so characters. Not what he's interested in doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I ain't seen it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah, you guys want to talk about Saltburn? I've been fuck. wanting to talk about Saltburn since We've the been strike. Watching, yeah, started. I watched this trailer for a couple of months now. Yeah. It's coming out like this weekend. Yeah, it's like out um, now. Yeah, oh, I love the I love the idea behind this movie. I had a party house growing up, and it was just like this. Yeah, it, it was. was uh, you had Ro- no. Rosamund Pike and just some teens being, yeah. being a really weird, cool mom at yeah. this sprawling mansion. Yeah, this looks uh, thinking, creepy and weird. I'm into it. Yeah. I kept thinking about the idea of like they're having these weird psychological fucked up parties and then the parents will putter downstairs like don't mind us don't and like go back upstairs to watch Frasier. Yeah. Sure you're yeah. raw dogging it. Because it's that's what's funny. They they're treating this like it's fucking like this mysterious creepy mansion that'll change your life, but someone's watching Frasier in bed in here. Yeah. Like they have <laughs> somebody. Statistically. Have you ever, yeah. Have you ever gone to like a rich person's fancy house before? Yes. Uh, Many, the one I experienced, very, they 100% had mid, like a part of the house. That, right. They always have a part of the house that's like, and this is where we actually live. 
Does that you know what I mean? Where it's like, and this is where the actual living happens. This is like the fancy room mm-hmm. that we do a party at. But See, here's where it actually is functional. You haven't been to the, that. Shows what level of rich you've been to. Yeah, there's a level of rich. House. There's a level of rich where they're like, this is the this is the part that we'll show you. <laughs> Right. Where we live. It's not actually where we live. We constructed this event That's just for mean. this moment. That's what I mean. It's like this. there's like the fake house mm-hmm. that's for guests. And then like I, I, I knew people. They weren't that rich, but they had that. And then one time I went over for like regular hanging out. And they're like, let's go down to the actual like living room. Yeah, <laughs> we were like actually goblins. With, yeah, exactly. This is the candy drawer. So I couldn't help but to think about that this whole t- like through this trailer. I hope this movie is one of two things. I hope that it's talented Mr. Ripley and he just talented Mr. Ripley's the shit out of these cruel intentions. Uh, or the movie is just the Banshee of Insurin just fucking his way through the mansion and he goes home. No conflicts, just hardcore penetration. Oh, yeah. Those are the two movies I find hardcore acceptable. Because we, we kind of know what it's going to be. Picture right? of the year. <laughs> Picture of the year. Exactly. Either one. Slam dunk. Let's go home. I'm so excited. I mean, he, he, uh, fucking, what's his name there? Barry, Barry Keegan. Uh, Keegan has been killing it. He was, he's like, I, he's one of those people where I'm like, I can't fucking wait for the next 50 years of your career. Yeah, his, like, he's you're gonna choosing, be like, I like that he's choosing bold movies. I like that he's, like, not oversaturating the market. I don't yeah. think that may, may have been a problem with him anyway. But, like, it's just, I'm getting real, like... What vibes? J- Jake Gyllenhaal vibes. You know, yeah. like you're picking some bangers. I think you're going to have there's maybe it's not this movie, but there's a movie down like the line three movies that is going to be so fucking awesome. Right. When he didn't <laughs> win for best supporting actor, my thought was just like, that's fine, man. You'll get it. You're going to be. Fine. <laughs> You'll get it a few times. You killed it. You did the job. Yeah. Um, this is. Yeah. Writer, director, promising young woman. Yeah. Emerald uh, yeah. Which who's in, good, uh, right? who's in Barbie. She's in Barbie. Oh, oh that's, nice. She's, yeah, uh, she's she, an actress. She's Midge. She's the she's pregnant Midge. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. I can't fucking wait for this movie. Yeah, uh, I'm watching this yeah, movie. Yeah, it's nuts. Um and I've heard And I don't like teens. <laughs> I don't like rich people. Right. I've heard it does not uh, maybe not a similarly bold thing, but I I've, I've heard that this move is this movie is striking in a way that Promising Young Woman was striking. Oh, okay. Uh, specifically how that film ended and how bold that ending was. Mm. So this is going to go let's nuts. Let's do it. Sweet. Let's let's yeah. all meet up and let's do a salt burn together. Hell yeah. Right. Let's do salt burn. God, let's I want I want to live in a salt burn house. <laughs> Me too. So we could do that. We could do that. We could create yeah. our own salt. But you know what? That, like, how rich are you? And you're like, I have salt burn That's money. just swinger party energy though. At our age, we're just no, you I'd know. be the parent. That's what I'm saying. That's, this is this should be our retirement plan. Is we all <laughs> right. just go in together yeah. on a salt burn house. <laughs> yeah. And Hire we all just have our own college little, kids to we, party. Exactly. The front of the house can be where the college kids party, and the back of the house can be all the small, modest dens where we actually are sitting and watching Frasier. Exactly. Yeah. We're too tired to hunt or do whatever aristocrats have done for hundreds yep. of years, and we just die in our cubby rooms. Yeah. And they never find us. <laughs> Irritate foxes. I think that's one thing they do. Mm. Yeah, harass foxes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of darkness, this next one is the Garfield movie, uh, starring Christopher Pratt. 
mm-hmm. as Chris Pratt. Yes. He's not he's not even doing the Mario voice. Um he's just doing like Garfield. Also, voice? I think this is just called <laughs> is this just called Garfield? No, I How think many... I think it's called the Garfield movie, isn't it? Okay, because there's a twenty twenty four Garfield thing. the movie. All right, I'm finding there's a 2024 thing here. Yeah, no, this is it's called Garfield on IMDb. The original title is the Garfield movie. Um, Nicholas Holt is John. So sure, sure, yeah. What? All right. uh, I mean, I'm going this... to. Oh, go ahead. I'm going to bat for Pratt on this one. This is not Mario, uh, and I'm already seeing the outrage cycle online. Where Pratt. It's... But here's the thing. Garfield sucks. Exactly. Okay? He's like, this, read how sucks. he talks in the this, in the comic. This I, is you know? the perfect Garfield movie. Garfield so he, is the most yep. plastic, hollow, commercial property. Jim Vapid. Davis created it to make millions of dollars on and merchandise and greeting cards and shit. Well, like, this on. is a perfect Garfield movie. This is what I, you I, signed up for, Garfield fans. Yeah. I, I don't think you're wrong. I want to push back a little bit. Because the problem isn't that it's Chris Pratt. When I heard Chris Pratt was doing the voice, I was like, yeah, that works. It's like a very dry, like Bill Murray was the other Garfield voice. And right? the and Lorenzo it's like, obviously, music on all the specials in the cartoon show. Yeah, which like is dry, sarcastic. Real What's low weird key, is low, low register too. Right. And he's kind of not doing that here. No. That's why it's bothered by it. Is like his vocal inflection in the trailer was like, oh, you're doing like too excitable. I'm also, listen, I'm not a big Garfield guy, but you could make John be eating lasagna at the beginning instead of the pizza, right? It's, Just have him eat the lasagna. I was genuinely I mean, surprised got, when it whatever. was pizza. Yeah. <laughs> That's, or, it's weird that later it's lasagna. And also, I don't think Garfield's a street cat. The whole point of Garfield is that he sucks. He's like a, he's more like a, you, you get him from like a, a breeder cat, right? Sure. He yeah. has breeder vibes. So making him like this, like scrappy—I don't know—didn't Heathcliff corner that market though? Well, maybe he just feels like did. it betrays the character of Garfield. Well, again, again, Garfield is whatever you want him to be, baby. Like that's that, that's yeah. Jim Davis's philosophy. I don't think Garfield oh, has yeah. like an established origin. <laughs> there's no, you know, there's like, no. He's, he's whatever the fuck doc. is gonna make me the most money, baby. That's yeah, because what Garfield he's. Is. <laughs> Because like the, the the old the older movies the two thousands ones or whatever the Bill mm. Murray ones those they were playing in the fact that he's got lazy lazy is on the docket for Garfield one hundred percent but if you read yeah. the comics he's also a sassy ass motherfucker who's got observations that are like I don't know eighties comedian observations like or even earlier like Rodney Dangerfield level like oh yeah what a world what a world <laughs> you know it's that kind of shit. Garfield's one of those prom- properties that it's like they, they should never should have blown up the no. way it is. It's such low hanging fruit where it's like it's a cat, but kids are sassy, gonna... and it's like yep, that's good enough. It's oh yeah, no, we had Garfield books marketable. as a kid. We read. We yeah, read we, I was a Garfield the family. Sunday morning. Yeah, I didn't I realize Garfield how terrible it was yeah. until I got a far side in me. But man, oh man, I will defend some of Garfield. Never the writing, um, but. <laughs> There are some, there's funny illustrations in there. Like Garfield only really ever made me laugh with the physical humor, like the sight gags. 
the sight gags. He's, he's well, really so- good at like drawing John leaving for a date on in like a leisure suit on roller skates or something yeah. and just looking yeah. like a dipshit. I mean, that's the reason Garfield minus Garfield was so much better. Right. Because <laughs> it, was, it, it was like, yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. Just the, for the record. Hollow sounds Gar- of his madness. Yeah. Garfield was born June 19th, 1978. So he is dead. Garfield's dead. Um, in the kitchen okay. of an Italian restaurant. Hence um, why... He has to explain the in lasagna. lasagna. Yeah. Yeah. He was named after Jim Davis's grandfather. Sure. Um, uh, let's see. And then because of his large <laughs> appetite, the, the restaurant had to choose between giving him away or closing the restaurant. So he was sold to a pet shop. This <laughs> seems to fuck. this seems to merge those things because like he's outside of a. Uh, like he's Italian an orphan place. he's been yeah. orphaned but yeah. like this is the better version is like oh yeah he was a det- he was pampered at this italian restaurant like lusted for lasagna and had to be sold but they they made it like this hybrid where it's like he's the sad cat outside of an italian restaurant probably eating the scraps and that's how he likes lasagna i don't yeah, know yeah I, I mean i don't give a shit about the lore for garfield i i like it's it when movies do a me. simple like heartwarming like short just to build empathy for your characters yeah do that more i mean kids movies keep it simple apparently he's and then his long lost father stuff i don't know man yeah Here's, again it's garfield's whatever baby <laughs> whatever you want whatever you want, whatever you want he'll he's gonna <laughs> he can he's gonna it. slop it down into his garfield belly there is a uh title card screen or not there's a card a super in the in the trailer that i want to point out and yeah. all it says is, does your cat act like Garfield? Question mark. And I swear <laughs> to fucking God, I could talk for hours about the person who thought of this line and how it went through all the QA a trailer goes through and it hit right. my fucking eyeballs and I am incensed. I am mad. I am so mad that this is reality and this is the world. Fuck that. Does your cat act like Garfield? What a fucking... It's like a TikTok. I feel... You know what movies yeah, are starting it, it to do? Is. It's like it's like try to guess this trivia. Like it's, it's yeah, the it's, last it's, one will fucking blow your mind. Exactly. You know, it's that like kind it's of this shit. clickbait. It's it's like clickbait. Don't, tr- don't treat me like a fucking automaton, oh, it's you like asshole. Yeah, Does no, they're they're aiming for children and then like right. the lowest of the low, which like, is um, they're aiming, aiming for the stupidest children, the dumbest children and the dumbest families. <laughs> this movie. This is a true true fact. True fact. This movie will make a billion dollars. I'm so fucking yeah. cynical. Uh, One billion. Exactly. One billion. Because Garfield's yeah, no, wherever you want him to be, baby. Take yeah. it to the bank, baby. Oh, yeah. He's Mickey Mouse. Billions. I, so Let, I disagreed, Tom. I think Garfield is a very distinct character. There are there are two distinct things about him. He, he, has a, he eats constantly and he's very lazy. Right. Very distinct. But he's also sassy. He's sassy to he John. He's sassy, sassy, but he's sarcastic. He's, he's very sarcastic. Sassy. He hates the spider. He hates Nermal. Yeah, and fuck um, Nermal. Uh, no, or like Odie. 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 Or is it's Ner- weird that he's getting along with Odie in this. I just think they fucked up his character a little bit. That's all. All right. Don't see it. He's got to be I'm nice, be, Dave. He's got to be nice be, for I'm, the kids to go see it. I'm yeah. first in line because, frankly... Garfield Listen, likes, acts like my cat. <laughs> at this pace, this podcast is going to be five hours long, let's so let's going. move on. Oh, my God. Wicked Little Letters. Uh, this is as British Holy as it gets. Holy shit, this looks amazing. I can't fucking wait for this movie. 
Yeah, this looks good. So Olivia Coleman and uh, Jesse Buckley and old timey, but not super old timey. I guess like nineteenth century. Um, and I think it's modern England. That's and my someone guess. Sen- there's a it's small town, modern. and someone's sending letters that are saying shit like "you stinky little bitch." Yeah, yeah. She's getting <laughs> fucking wicked hate little mail. letters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's about this kind, this seemingly kind lady who's getting uh, fucking hate mail. Um, and I'm. It seems like she's going as she's going around to figure it out. She's realizing more and more, I think, that people just hate her is, is the vibe I got. I think that she's just like, oh, I like to let loose because Jesse yeah. Buckley is clearly the character who's just like, I'm going to headbutt people or say crazy things and live life. You know, it's going right. to definitely be one of those feel good. Well, oh, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. It definitely Olivia sets Coleman it up. Aha, and Jesse uh, Buckley, man. That's an awesome Great combo. Awesome combo. It is 1920s. Yes. Yeah, sure. Just seems like she's. This is my favorite brand of Olivia Coleman as well. Yeah, like where she's like a little awkward and very funny. Oh yeah, it's got a few. It has at least one Harry Potter in it. There's a Timothy Spall in there. Yeah, there's got. There's probably more than one Harry. It's a British movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and then fucking uh, 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 Jesse Buckley. I've only really seen in Men, and she was good in that. And now I'm like, ooh, I want more comedy, you know? Yeah, she seems very, like, she she seems effortlessly doing this role. Yeah, which I she's need her typically to blow up. done sad sacks. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm yeah happy to like, see what this. was, um, I'm thinking of ending things. Oh, uh, she was in that. Yeah, I've seen yeah. her in a few things. And Chernobyl, she was in that. Yeah, she's great. That's right, she's in Chernobyl, I forgot. She was yeah, also a bunch in of sad sacks. Yeah, that's true, Little, yeah. which is a real bummer. <laughs> <laughs> an incredible film yeah um yeah wicked little letters good as shit that Next button one. at the end is a simpsons joke but that's fine as i put in the notes they don't watch the simpsons in england they that's don't get it yet. never heard of it you know <laughs> never heard it hasn't of made its way uh, hasn't crossed the pond yet yeah <laughs> the joke is yeah the bart the right um, yeah it says yeah. That she comes to her door and it says die slut and she says oh it's german yeah, yeah. uh it's a good joke solid joke Next trailer is for Finest Kind. One word for some reason. Because it's the name uh, of the Thomas's, boat, Dave. It's the name of the boat. Uh, Thomas and Lee Jones. Um, his Venus. his son, oh. Benethan Foster. Benethan yeah. Foster. I love that Tommy Lee Jones is just an old sourpuss. Should just be a full-blown genre at this point. Yeah. Man, oh, yeah. I'm Dave, this is, this is a movie for us. And they don't yeah, put these in theaters anymore. Film. It's such a dad film. It's a, all of us. Yeah, Writer, we're all we're all gonna watch tale. this movie and yeah, be it's like, yes. director of a Night's Tale. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Tommy Lee Jones is like, they're gonna take my fishing boat, and Ben Foster's like, they're not gonna take God. your fishing boat, Dad. And then he gets in trouble, so he's like, we're gonna <laughs> deal some drugs tra- just this one time, so they don't take your fishing boat, Dad. Right. Yep. And we're gonna be awesome. like, dads and sons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, we're gonna listen to that new sensation song on a loop. We sure are. Because this entire trailer, that was the weirdest thing to me about this trailer. That it was that set like to New Sensation. That, yeah. yeah, they picked that song and they're like, that's going to be, they like sing to it in the trailer and like the whole, and then it gets like dark, the darker, like the song. And it's like, so, all right, <laughs> like I mean, that, you shot your shot. That's, that's the song you picked and you're going to fucking keep it. Directors of a Night's Tale, dude. I, I know. There should be a Tommy Lee Jones dance number in this. There better be. <laughs> yeah, Tommy this, Lee Jones dancing to Dua Lipa. This yeah, is a, the the posters of a boat, and it's framed by a gun, and it's like, yeah, this is a yeah. fucking thriller. Hell yeah! Coming yeah. to Paramount Plus, though. Sadly, 
Yeah. We're not going to get any more The Fugitives, guys. They're never going to put another theaters. The Fugitive in theaters. I would... Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to sound like an old man. That's all. <sighs> we could reboot The Fugitive, right? Fugitive 2. They made... I think they... Didn't they... They did a quippy one. Man. Yeah, they did a quippy one with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> God, what a piece of shit that it. sounds like. What is hell rot? <laughs> At least I'm pretty sure I that mean, happened. I mean, I, that sounds so Fuck, much like Yeah, I could be totally happen. making that up and no one would ever know. That would make got, it into a, like a nonfiction book about Quibi. <laughs> Jesus. I got questions for God. That's all I'm saying. Mm. No, think, God's too busy making <laughs> finest kind. I think that's a Fiona <laughs> Apple song. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, this is gonna be great. I yeah. have nothing else to say. For, yeah, for the... it's gonna be it's gonna be a solid fucking Ben Foster, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, movie. I mean the, the cast is fucking outrageously good. Yeah, Jenna Ortega's in like... there too. Yeah, so it's gonna be good. It's probably gonna be captivating for the two hour two hours and fifteen minutes it is. I feel like Ben Foster's like he looks himself in the mirror every day and he's like, "Come on, be sixty already!" <laughs> yeah. Like he's he's just like itching to be that uh, 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 like a grumpy old actor who's in westerns. He's like, "There's so much money when I'm 50. Yeah, exactly. He does uh, manage to perfect the best kind of weirdo for the current age demographic he's in. Yeah, yeah. he's successfully done it for two decades now. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Ben Foster, he had this, he had a crossroads, I think, where like probably at some point in his life, he was like, maybe I could be like a leading guy. And someone like set him aside and they're like, you're a weirdo. You creep us out. You stick with that. Which is Do the that. best. And he's like, okie doke. And he's doing great. Everyone should be weirdos. It's excellent. Oh yeah, yeah. he's fantastic. Like he did Angel and X-Men 3. And then after that, it was just like all weirdos. Yep. Yep. All just like, Never all right, looking well. back. Never <laughs> looking back, baby. Just gonna rob a bank all the time. He's yeah. always robbing banks. He yeah. loves robbing banks. He's, he's, I love because he's he always a, he's always face. like a brother who's into who who does a crime. Like that's the, 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 I was just thinking yeah. the perfect way to describe the kind of actor he is is that I think he holds a gun in ninety percent of the movies he's in, and none of them are action movies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 got dirtbag face. Right. He has I'm gonna die in this movie face. Right. Uh, or if yeah. not, if he's not the bad guy, just straight up. Just yeah. like Ben Foster. Which I think he is bag. in the Bruce Willis movie Hostage, I think. Probably. Anyway. Um well, speaking of dad films, next one is Occupied City. I looked it up. This is a over four hour documentary. Uh, made by Steve McQueen about Amsterdam during the Nazi occupation, which also has some like, it also explores the recent pandemic years. The original cut was something like 36 hours, according to Steve McQueen. That's fucking awesome. Outrageous, outrageous. It's pretty long. Real dad film energy, this documentary. Ken Burns energy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, just make us, yeah, Yeah. put out a miniseries. Fuck it. (laughs) I think it's going to make you think too much. I'm really, yeah, I'm really interested in this. Like, this is. I mean, I um, think in a good way. I have yeah, you seen Dog Days? No, have you, Dog Days. It gives me that vibe, but that's with Germany, um, right. and it's just like people stuck in like this weird modern like panopticon slash, like everyone hates it here, <laughs> but also they're trying their best, and that's that's what documentaries are, right? Just hey, we're this is fucked. <laughs> 
This feels like, yeah, perfect for Steve McQueen, who's loves loves making us feel bad. I yeah. haven't seen one of his movies since Shame. Um, I think because I like, you know, you got Fassbender's Dong, and you're like, I don't know if it can get any better. You yeah, know? you're like, you can't peak. peak yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hopefully, his Dong will be in this. But I mean, it is Amsterdam. That's what it's yeah. being occupied by. He's just going to be uh, on the streets hanging down. Hanging down. Um, but no, this is like a... Yeah, this, looks, this looks fucking legit. It also looks exhausting. It does, but like I've got like family around this area of Europe. Um, this is some branches of my family come from... Uh, so this... I don't know. It's just... I really want to. I really want to watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah. What I'd say is, it it got better when I read the synopsis because at first I was like, "Is this just like generically about World War Two or like it? Like it? I didn't catch Amsterdam. I guess from the trailer, maybe that's just me. Oh. And then learning that it's like we're we're focusing on a very specific area. And I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds fascinating. Yeah. That was in the trailer. Yeah, I must have missed that. It's called Occupied City, but it's fine. Well, yeah, I knew. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> calm down, everybody. This next trailer is for Sometimes I Think About Dying. Mm-hmm. Um, Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Really coming off of Star Wars. I just we, I just watched They Clone Tyrone with John Boyega, and like you get this vibe that they're all just kind of coming off of Star Wars. Like, oh, that was rough. Yeah. Um, Let's this do looks- some work. Yeah, this looks Let's make quirky. something weird. Yeah, yeah uh, this is a real seems like a real low budget movie about uh, a, an awkward romance blooming between two people in an office uh, workplace, and she's has a lot of I guess depressive ideations. It seems like like it, the the trailer uh, seems to show yeah. her like picturing herself like beneath a tree in the woods or, or like I've, in other positions like that where she's like isolated and i've uh, known people who've done this literally thought about dying and it's like it's oh, weird yeah. it's it's more it's like not suicidal at least i don't want to speak for everybody but like it was it's almost about like the peacefulness of the environment or something like that i mean it, it depends on the person obviously and that's the vibe i get from this is like she literally thinks about laying somewhere and mm-hmm. being just and giving up existing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think I get that where it's like, when are, when you, you get older and you're like, when did I ever have a day where I could just like sit <laughs> and like sit outside for hours, you exist, know, and just like yeah. exist. Yeah. I have no interest in seeing this. <laughs> it's too quirky. I, it's just, it's another one of those movies where it's just like, you want sad. We got sad. And it's I just also, like, let's make it visually sad. <laughs> when I watched the trial, I was like, Abe hates this. Yeah. That was my thought. Because it Good. feels a little twee. Like it's, it's a little twee. Because right, I, yeah. I didn't get sad from it. I, I did get a little twee from it, though. I get, It's sad twee. Maybe I don't know what twee yeah, is. Like I'll, all I know, little, it's twee. I knows it when I sees it. <laughs> yeah. It had twee. It had twee in the way they're talking because they're not talking like humans, you know? Yeah, or at least especially right. she's not. And it's all like, look how quirky I am. And I'm yeah. like, I get it. You're I'm sure there's going to be quirky. a great twee movie that comes out and I'm going to miss it because I'm just going to turn off when yeah, it happens. Because you're going to be I, too I much know. of a grumpus, man. Yeah, too much of a grumpus. I don't think it's this one, though. Casting frowns mm. all over town. <laughs> yeah, dude. I guess I'm the real emo boy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the r- true sadness. Maybe you were the sad boy all along. Uh, I, I couldn't enjoy eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. <laughs> I'm so I'm 
I'm on her her I'm on this movie's side because I'm on Daisy Ridley's side because I feel like yeah it's like it's like the Harry Potter of it where Daniel Radcliffe gets like he has to be Harry Potter for so long and then he moves away and then he gets to do all these weird things right. and just sit on his money it feels like da- Daisy Ridley didn't get that quite enough she got three Star Wars that weren't very good they weren't her fault but a lot of people probably act like they are it is her fault you know like. She probably yeah. got a lot of hate. Um, and then she's like, I just got to get the fuck away. Um, and then she signed up for Star Wars Episode Ten still. And I'm like, fuck, man. Um, I Oof. just wish her the best. I hope she like moves to Mexico and gets away from it all. Because I just have that like vibe that I'm like, I bet she's really fucking tired. <laughs> tired yeah. of this shit. And I, I think she's doing the Daniel Radcliffe thing with yeah. her career. She's like, well, I don't think like that's my blockbuster. I got a lot of money. It's great. Good for me. Uh, if I want to keep acting and I want to keep having a job, uh, I'm never going to be that again. I'm I'm now that that is I, I got one shot. That's how this shit works. And why you know? would you why would you, why would you seek that out after? A, I don't no. know. I mean, Although what's like, funny is like, I think so. She's done almost all indies since Star Wars. But mm-hmm. then she also did Chaos Walking. So mm-hmm. there was her going like, eh, maybe this. And then, <laughs> nope, nope. I mean, nope, if nope, the money comes was, knocking. That Chaos Walking was famously delayed by th- several years oh she was probably contractually tied you're well, right or they were filming that the same you know you get it i don't know yeah i just sure. like Maybe. after you do a big blockbuster trilogy like she did a star wars trilogy so it's like man what other blockbuster could you want to do after that it reminds me how like, regardless did you ever... of how the experience was she's like well fuck i did that already yeah don't it ask. reminds me how like <laughs> Um, when John Stewart retired, he grew a beard, right? When David Letterman re- retired, he grew a beard. When Trevor Noah just, um, uh, reti- not retired, but uh, left The Daily Show, he grew a beard. And that's because if talk show hosts that aren't shave. allowed to have yep. facial hair. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of that where it's like, that's the first thing they do. Like, <laughs> oh, yes, finally. I thought you were um, saying Daisy Ridley should grow, grow a beard. A beard. <laughs> yeah. No, I think there's just that feeling. And she's just like, yes, indie. Fuck it. This she was in the biggest stupidest thing yeah for years uh so yeah yeah very sad mm. <laughs> i mean you know what's not sad yeah. actually you know what's extremely sad right our next trailer <laughs> this looks I, awesome this, this has been on my radar for a while and i yeah. it's weird to be excited for it but this is called the zone of interest everybody go watch the trailer it's from the director of under the skin and sexy beast and i feel like i don't have to say anything else right right. (laughs) it's gonna be wild yeah it's about a like a general and up upper higher up uh who works at auschwitz who lives next to the camp with his family i assume moved there for work and it's about the family living at this nice house where right next door atrocities are happening and they're essentially just trying to like build a life for themselves while completely ignoring their complicity and one of the worst things humanity has ever done having christmases and you know yeah this is coming out for christmas so that's nice but it's (laughs) very like sadly relevant right it's about the idea of how people can just live their lives while they're complicit although like with the kids and i'm sure his wife it's you know it's varying levels of complicity but like right while this amazingly horrific thing is happening right but like yeah there's a shot of what looks like it's a kid who has found golden teeth yeah you know it's just like oh you have in your house uh artifacts of atrocious murder and genocide 
cool. This is this is how you're raised. Yeah. It's the director of Under the Skin. Look up the poster. The poster is perfect. Um, it kind of tells you everything you need to know. It shows like their backyard, and it's really nice. And then the sky is just blacked out, meaning like there, like nothing. There's nothing out there. Like nothing, they're ignoring yeah. it all. It's just um, this is the only thing. Yeah, that that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's, and it's uh, yeah, it's 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 not only complicity, but like what you can just get used to. Yeah. blindness yeah that's fine yeah what a great poster yeah it's it's gonna be fucking gut-wrenching it's gonna be yep it's probably gonna end really horribly. good though <laughs> oh yeah be, i mean the uh fun in the bun i don't know if you've googled the nazis it, it, yeah it, it doesn't end oh. well you know uh, seem to miss that chapter yeah it reminds me a little only i mean not just because of the subject matter but because of the perspective of something like uh downfall which is another interesting movie because it shows you like how it's it was kind of a cult you know like it shows you the inside where it's like we're not condoning them they're they're the people we're following but obviously we're following them not because they're good people uh and we're just showing like how their brains well yeah it was fanatical (laughs) idea it's it's a fanatical ideology but we talk about it we tend to talk about it so in such removed language in a lot of uh, ways that yeah. I feel like that does get lost where it's like, no, these were fanatics. Right. And it's important to see that perspective. And like this, it feels like they're going to show how mundane yeah. it f- can feel at the time for them. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the vibe. It yeah, feels cool, like they're having culture. like little dinner parties and stuff next to Auschwitz. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, the, the one, the, sh- the one shot that really got, me was i think there it's the christmas scene and you can hear screaming faintly through the walls oh god yeah, it's gonna be fun in the bun fun in yeah. a bun. <laughs> this is the probably gonna be we like this is probably gonna be the best movie of the year in my opinion um we'll see I, I, it's weird to call that ahead of time but like i'm just like fuck man this the person has never made a movie yeah. i did it's yeah I mean, i've always liked their movies the this concepts at play mm. like are already so available just by the idea itself that you're just like, that is a great idea for a movie. There could be movies that will come out that were like, oh, I didn't know in the trailer you were going to do that. That might be more excellent. But right. This I mean, is when's Garfield coming out? I know, right? They're really yeah. Not pushing. Not soon enough. Garfield. Garfield. Garf. 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 See, zone of interest, it's it's in my zone of interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nice. The nice. Dave Zone. That's Lost fun. All steam. All right. Let's thank some more producers before we do some more trailers. Uh, big thank you to Davey, the ghost of East Las Vegas, Francis. Thank, thank you. you. They Thank you to David Knife Boot, Boot. Henson. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to Deborah's Awesome, Barbara is Great, and Cancer Can Go to Hell. Thank you. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. Toot toot. Thank you to Driftless Says, Long Live the New Flesh. Thank you. Thank you to E.T., the Extravagant Terrestrial. Thank you so much. Thank you to Exploding Rooms. Thank you. Thank you to Funky J Mostly Comes Out at Night. Thank mostly. you so much. Thank you to Heath, Heathcliff's Helping Handful. Thank you. Thank you to ImpossibleWorlds.net. Issue 3 is out now. Gorge yourself on our fiction. Gorge. Gorge. Let me swoop in here. Thank you to Jay the Crow says, It's my birthday month. Give your local Corvids a shiny rock. Thank you. Thank you to Chris Shanovich. Thank you. Thank you to Look Mom on a podcast. Thank you. Thank you to Mabel. Step on me. Step, Step on, me. on me. 
Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick. Chill. Thank you. Thank you to Mercurial Oz. Thank you. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank you. Thank you to Mongolian Throat Skanking. Thank you. Thank you to Mr. Tell Your Wife how many Patreon subscriptions you have before you agree to buy a house. Thank you. And thank you to musical guest Rob Ritchie. Thank you. All right. More trailers. Fall Guy. The Fall Guy. The Fall Guy. Uh, With Ryan Gosling. They have uh, been struggling to make this into a movie for, I feel like, forever. Really? What's What's so important about it? It is a TV show. That's all. Oh, really? yeah. I just thought this was like an idea that someone had and said, yeah, that's nice. I mean, it is technically an, it is an idea that somebody had. <laughs> but I mean, it was just like, I don't know, at the end of a bender or something like that. I don't it, like, yeah, I don't like what the TV show promises looking that up because I thought the general idea was a stuntman because Ryan Gosling loves to play stuntmen, apparently, um, who has to be thrown into action and is like not like thrilled about it that's what the movie is yeah yeah i liked the idea of a stuntman who is concerned for safety having to do stuff and he's like i don't like this um like i only i do stunts in a like contained environment right like i i liked that idea where it's because it means like they can still kind of fight and do stuff but again they're not they're not really that and i like that dynamic um we seem to have the tv show show apparently he just moonlights as a bounty hunter right all he did, the time. like he does it yeah i guess this is like his origin story but yeah. you know a funny version director of bullet train and hobbs and shaw yeah, yeah it's one of the it's one of the john wick guys yeah it seems that we've developed a taste for this or hollywood thinks so like swain pointed this out on our we have a trailer show now, a video show mm-hmm. on Small Beans, and we covered this one. And <clears throat> like the uh, unbearable weight of massive talent, oh, action playboy has to become real action guy. It's real tongue in cheek. Right. I'm just an NPC energy, you know. Like um, that seems to be a thing that we like. We really like right now, or they're making that, right? Because also Free Guy. This mm-hmm. reminds me of like Free Guy with um, the the Lost City. Yeah. yeah. Also, all those movies have something in common, except for Unbearable Weight, that this is real nitpicky, but this director has it in Bullet Train and this. The the Netflix lighting, you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like very bright and cartoony. Um, And like, I don't know what it is. I I can't put my finger on it because I I feel like I just insulted like Zack Snyder for doing the opposite. So it's like, what do I like? No, it's oversaturation. Um, It's in the opposite direction, frankly. I think it's because it's a specific color temperature. You know how like every poster was yellow and blue for a while? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's that where they're using like a specific color temperature, like like kind of a purplish, reddish. and and, And I just keep seeing it. So these all kind of bleed together in my mind visually. Um, which doesn't mean the movie's bad. No, it's, it I means mean, nothing, actually. I would no. say it's less about color contrast and more about like, yeah. ra- the ratios of lighting contrast. Like So like when one side of the face is brighter than the other side of the face, you have contrast. When you don't, and it's like a flat face and you see everything, that's what, you, that's what you're getting on Netflix. Everything is overlit in that you can see everything all the time. And yeah. there's not a lot of shadows. They're avoiding shadow. Yeah, and that's kind of... A problem with modern life. It's a little whack. It's a little little whack. Uninteresting, ain't it? Yeah. Right. And again, it doesn't mean the movies necessarily. No, I think this. I think this looks like fun. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah, This will have fun lines and stuff. Action looks pretty sweet. Um, 
I like yeah. the uh, Ryan Gosling is is fun in these kinds of roles. He seems to have good chemistry with Emily Blunt, who's his director in this who's movie. Fantastic as well. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're. I mean, they did like the fun. thing. They're like, yeah. let's get these two. And what's an idea? What's an idea? <laughs> I yeah. just thought of an idea. There we go. I, I've had this overall feeling actually is um, for the last week or so I've been like taking shrooms and being like, I want to watch something fun. Cool. And I'm finding that I couldn't find much. Like, I feel like because this year was so crappy for blockbusters, mm -hmm. there's like a serious really lack was, of, man. yeah, there's a serious lack of mindless fun. Like there's Dungeons and Dragons, Barbie, and even Barbie isn't that mindless. Right. And so seeing this, I'm like, thank Christ. Like, this looks like it could be mindless fun. Like, mm -hmm. and that isn't to say there isn't bad movie. There's only bad movies, like indie movies. There's been good horror, but those aren't mindless fun. Right, like you, a know what you I mean? want a popcorn movie. Yeah, yeah you want and there's something. Been a, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, what, am I going to watch Indiana Jones? No, that yeah, sucks. Like Quantumania? Like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck no. I don't need and, a lore for my adventure movie. Just give yeah, me a... Yeah. Put a handsome man in a car, you fools. Put put, yeah. put hot people drive in cars and make them drive fast. Right. <laughs> make the honky go. <laughs> like I like it, it and it's not that I'm getting older. It's it's a different feeling which is like like I literally I would take shrooms, shut off my brain and like I stuck on like like some random Marvel show and it was just like this isn't interesting enough even in this condition. <laughs> like it's just I don't know, there's I, so that's all to say I'm glad this is existing and I'm glad this person keeps making movies because they make really good mindless fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, the John, David the, Both Leech. John Wick guys have been... Yeah, David Leach, I th or I'm not sure. That's pronunciation is the opposite for my name. Well, yeah. The EI. I'm Leitch? not sure. Could be Leach or Leitch. Yeah. Life's call funny, in, guys. Call in. Call in. <laughs> call in. Let us know, that. David. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should we talk about this next one? This yeah. one I've been hearing about for fucking ever. Like it was going to be the biggest goddamn thing in the world. This is called Damsel. It's got uh, oh, Millie right. Bobby Brown, Robin I had, Wright. I had forgotten hearing about this. It's about a so-called damsel in distress who basically has to save herself from the dragon. Right. Um, which is a cool idea. I'm not saying you can't these people can't make movies or this movie, but it is weird, right? That it's writer, the writer and director are both dudes. Um, yeah, and, and, and I'm just like, huh, all right. Like, sure. We'll see. It's, yeah. Yeah, I don't it's know. a fair, it's a fair point. It's, I just, my main, it's just such a, it just, it looks focused. Movie. It looks boring. Like derivative, man. Like well, the trailer was so boring. Here's the yeah, other thing. It's just it's like the, general fantasy. Like I couldn't even tell what was happening for a lot <laughs> of it. Right. Uh, nothing against these people. But it's also the writer of Wrath of the Titans and Fast X and yep. nothing else. Uh -oh. And the director of 28 Weeks Later. When I'm like, well, that's all well and good. But yeah, you make you make like real sourpuss stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. you, like you made Intruders 28 Weeks Later, like a bunch of like horror thrillers. And then Damsel written by Wrath of the Titans. They're also doing The Sword in the Stone, apparently, which sure. Sure. But it's like that's what it is it doesn't feel like like i feel like you should this should be like barbie like it's taking yeah. this idea of the damsel and subverting it and it's like shouldn't this be fun well i mean it, it'll it it will be what it wants to be um it's just my complaint is the tra trailer looks dull yeah, yeah it's, well, got, I was uh, too serious. It's, it's got millie millie bobby brown in it that's she's cool. great she's all right Robin Wright's great <clears throat> 
Now that she's not a child, I feel fine just saying she's okay. Uh, <laughs> she's. Okay. I was bored enough in this trailer. I'm with Tom that I like thought of a a movie that a better movie while I was watching it. Like there's a shot of a tunnel with like crystal right. shards on it. That's like the most visually cool thing in the yeah. trailer probably. And I thought a movie like what if we're gonna keep making Star Wars, you know, be a cool Star Wars is just someone trying to make it out of the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> That would be right. Right, that's what I. The, the, oh yeah. Because the trailer starts. This is another trailer where it like it loses me abruptly at this like a, the utterance of a certain phrase. But like it starts with her stuck in seemingly a forest, like a evil forest or some kind of labyrinth <laughs> or something. There's clearly a monster, and then it it cuts to that that shot that you were just describing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So at where she's trying to climb up out of this like jagged pit. So I was like, oh, is this gonna be like? just the story of this quote unquote damsel who's stuck in like a monster's lair and has to get out of the lair. Right. I was like, Oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. And, and, then goes like, and then Robin Wright comes riding in with all these knights and starts talking about the lore <laughs> like, of our uh, kingdom. I was like, I shit. immediately don't care anymore. As soon as I was like, we have horses. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> we're, people are moving around. We need transportation. And then from that point on the trailer is just literally blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's I, just I, lore. I, yeah. Like, okay. You know what it, kind of reminds me of um you might have to stick with me on this the happy time murders remember that fucking movie? i do i'm sticking mm-hmm. with you that's a movie that seemed to have a really good elevator pitch and then it just oh i see what you mean they yeah. just fucked it up like that's what it feels like is if you pitch this movie i'm like oh yeah absolutely but then they just got kind of like lost in their own story mm-hmm. at least it seems from this trailer and like this is serious and this should function lots of lore and be big and i'm like no this should That's... function like, and I hope it does. I mean, we saw sweeping epic shots of, you know, Lord of the Rings bullshit, but like this should function like Prey from two years yes. ago, whenever that came out. And um, yeah, yeah. It should just be a simple, ah, monster coming at you. Ah. Here's the thing. <laughs> Maybe it is. So the the synopsis right. is a, it's, it's only 90 minutes. So right away I'm like, oh, oh that's interesting. Okay. That's a, a good beautiful time. damsel agrees to marry a handsome prince only to find that the royal family has recruited her as a sacrifice to repay an ancient, ancient debt. Don't care, right? Second se- sentence. Thrown into a cave with a fire-breathing d- dragon, okay, she must rely on her wits and will to survive. So it might That it trailer might did be, not do that. Exactly. Like what the trailer is showing might be the setup. To then what you guys right. describe first that trailer leaned into all the wrong yeah. shit. Then exactly because if the first like eight minutes of the movie is like first ten minutes of the movie is getting into the cave, and then it's eighty it's minutes cave. of cave. Yeah, fucking that's I'm, dope. Sign I'm on up, board. Dude. Yeah, sign that would be complete if that's what. Mm. But the trailer is insanely like there's going to be like a chosen right? one. It makes it look like <laughs> yeah. a big sweeping fantasy epic. Yeah, I'm I, guessing there yeah. will be. Because I'm guessing this got cranked through studio, like That's the what studio I'm notes, about. and there, and it maybe it was that at some point, and then the studio kept being like, "Well, we gotta add this. Let's do that. It's gotta end. He's gotta. She's gotta like fight against the 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 prince at the end, right? Like she's gotta right. go back to the kingdom. And so, like, I'm guessing it'll end up being like the entire second act will be the cave, and then the first and third act yeah, will just be sh- shank outside. a dragon like eighty times, and then yeah. end your movie. Yeah, cut him up, cut up Fucking that dragon, slices the dragon's neck. Yeah, yeah, just like got you. Cuts his Fuck throat. And yeah, he hangs I'm him out 11, of a helicopter bitch. like F. Murray Abraham and Scarface. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I hope this is good. My vibe is that it's going to be 
it's going to disappoint me. The plot but... synopsis has given me a little hope, so I'm going to put a big old asterisk on everything I, yeah. I just said. But that trailer was, was hog trash. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Wish, which is coming Disney's out pretty soon. Wish, yeah, this month. Also, 90 minutes. I'm kind of appreciating. Love it. That they're like, hey, maybe kids' movies should be short. And it's like, nah, no shit. Um, the Lion King Prime's is like this. 72 minutes. Right. Yeah, dude. Fuck mm. yeah. Uh, Christopher Pine. Um, sure. Ariana DeBose is, I think, the main character. Uh, I don't know the name, main character's name. Uh, Alan Tudyk is the voice of fucking Matt Berry. And that's still dri- driving me nuts. Oh, the because goat? It's, yeah. The goat is like, just get Matt Berry. If you, like, it feels like their direction was do Matt Berry. Just make yeah. the goat sound like Matt Berry. <laughs> and it's like Matt Berry's alive in New York City. Yeah, he's probably he's probably <laughs> affordable, right? Like, yeah, he could get Matt Berry. Yeah, he probably said Matt they Barry. probably tried, and he's probably like, oh, "Fucking, what's this? I don't want to fucking do this shit. I'm fucking Matt Berry. I don't know. I got Maybe shit to do. It's a Disney movie. You'd be immortalized like fucking Gilbert Gottfried in Aladdin. You know, I have damsels to attend to. Yeah, he's <laughs> probably fucking his way away from Disney. Um so I got a dollar on the messages. You got to make your own wishes come true. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. We talked about this once before, before Strikecast. And my note still stands that this also feels very generic. It feels it's, like the yeah. most generic Disney, which is like, what if uh, someone made a wish on a star? And it's uh, like, you mean yeah. like Pinocchio? And they're like, yeah, but like more basic. Like not the metaphor, like yeah. just the do it, do the metaphor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, is there more of a story? And it's like, nah, it's just uh. like wishing. Yeah, it's in the same kind of uh, you know we talk about good movies having good antagonists. We, the same kind of treatment in the trailer, at least, seems to be uh, they're signposting real loud that they don't give a shit about. Yeah, and the king is evil because <laughs> we right. we don't even get an example of him like you know fucking over his constituency. In fact, he's giving them wishes, but he, in the trailer he just says a line and then it just cuts to a tower and he's you just hear him laughing like a maniac. I'm like, right. oh okay, so we're not even. We're just it's doing evil. symbols at this point. We're not even doing story. It's just yeah, like, it's just, and then there's an evil guy. Look at him. Yeah, he's like stealing all the wishes. And yeah, right. he'll grant the, like some of them apparently. Right. He's making it seem like he's yeah. He's got a he's got a scam. Maybe there's more than that, but that's yeah. That's so far what the trailer gave us. I also love that because. They used to do these in the 90s where they go like, remember all the Disney movies. That's the, the other, um, that's the main thing, honestly. It's not just that like this and like um, whatever the element was, the elemental and a couple of yeah. other, like the, just the past couple Remember? of Disney movies have been kind of meh. This, it's really like this trailer is specifically because this idea is like, it's supposed to be like the wishing star. Uh, like it's like, it's been... Um, said that like the star that she wishes upon in this movie is like literally the same star from like Pinocchio and Peter Pan. Oh, no, really? Yeah. So like, so this is like a big, like a little bit of like a, like you're saying, like a Disney being like, hey, remember this? So it's like Disney still trying to cash in on a lot of its goodwill, but it's like, man, Disney is such a fucking ugly bad guy. That's It's like, like, I can't, get whimsical about these movies anymore when it's just like back, you're so fucking predatory and evil as a yeah, company when, you, when you go back and watch the lion king like one of those previous ones where they're like they took you they took you to neverland 
And yeah. then they did this. Now they're bringing you to Africa, and it would be the Lion King trailer. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, yeah, and that th- that resulted in the Lion King, which is amazing. But yeah. nowadays they're like, they're doing it again. And I'm like, I don't know it's, if they are. It's bad pitch. It's bad pitch energy, which yeah. is what trailers are supposed to be functionally. And it's just like saying... Um, so we know this one's, it's kind of already a green. We know this one's probably not going to be good, but, uh, remember <laughs> all that other shit though? We fucking nailed it, this right? Wish it's, yeah. it's just so generic. Come get a very beige version of all the things you liked. <laughs> uh, speaking of Disney, the next trailer is for Inside Out 2. Um, this sort yes. of wrote itself. Like, I feel like they thought of this. This is one of the ones where I'm like, this is a, uh, uh, this is a doable sequel. Um, she's getting all the dirtbag puberty emotions. Um, I, I didn't thought see that was the point there. of the last one. <laughs> the last thought, one, yeah, was more of like a I sad it was more trauma about when kid. You get older and you're you start experiencing complex emotions. Well, so it's more was about uh, she's uprooted from her home and they move to a new town and she doesn't know how to deal with that and she's uh, worried about true. her parents divorcing. Right. I, only, I, only saw it, I only saw it once. But it's a, this it's a, movie is clearly, yeah, you're a teen now. Right. Yeah, okay. I don't think this movie needs to exist, but I think it can, and I sure. think they could pull it off, you know? Yeah, um, I, I don't think they're going to Again, I didn't enough. see horniness there once. Um, yeah. And there's no, so, you but have, that's, that's lurking. another Matt Berry voice. Another yeah, Matt Berry perfect voice. perfect Matt Berry voice, yeah. yeah um, but, but they have anxiety there, and they're teasing other emotions, right. and uh, that's fun. It's, it's fun. I mean... It should just be wall to wall, like Holden Caulfield, like eye rolls. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm getting the feeling that this movie will probably be why this generation of kids that are watching this movie hate millennials. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Because this is going to well, be yeah. our, like, this is what teens are like. I remember Facebook. watching this in theaters and everybody's <laughs> crying and all the kids are like, I want to go home. Because <laughs> the kids are, like, bored and sad. Yeah, they're like, I don't give a shit about this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I bet I mean, there's going to be his social had, media had jokes. dildo guy. What dildo <clears throat> the, guy? The imaginary friend. The hell are you talking about? Oh, what oh yeah, his the name? Dumbo. The, dum- the I said his name. Richard Kind. Yeah. God, What's it the... was Richard Kind. That's very funny. <laughs> sure as hell was Richard Kind. That's extremely funny. That was Richard what was his stupid name? And whatever. It was, it was something like Bing Bong. Bing Bong. Yeah, yeah. I think you're probably right about that. All it was right, fucking so Bing Bong. The only... Okay, so couple things one was kyle mclaughlin the voice of the dead in the original because yes. he's the voice okay because he's still the voice of the dead and that weirds me out um <clears throat> they did not ex- retain bill Hader or um um oh gosh oh i heard that they didn't pay them enough they should yeah paid them. yeah um i'm blanking on her name from the office well, they, kelly from yeah. the office I forget. Oh, um, Mindy. Mindy Kaling. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, yeah they neither, neither she nor Bill Hader are coming back. Looks like um, Tony Hale enough. plays Tony Hale plays Fear, which is a funny, funny sense. version because that sounds more of someone who's afraid. <laughs> but I guess that's the idea, that's right? The, idea. the concept that's, of fear. That's, yeah, but yeah. I'm kind of now. I'm kind of like, well, fear and anxiety. All right, you're like, you know, you're you're sort of you're you're, you're nitpicking now. Yeah, let's get know. horny in the mix. Yeah, yeah. Throw horniness in there. Just a real goblin. But we'll I guess see. that's big mouth. Yeah, that's true. It <laughs> that is big mouth. <laughs> this will. Pr- I mean, it'll be. It'll be. It. It. It can be fine. You know. That's sort sure, of sure. I don't. Thoughts. You know. I don't know. 
the, the Inside Out didn't con- connect with me really. I understood why it connected with a lot of people, but that one wasn't for me. I wouldn't say it connected with me so much as I was just like, oh, what a well-crafted idea yeah for like what you're creating yeah yeah. and then learning the the feeling of bittersweetness is like a perfect place to land on so i was just like how that's incredibly well executed Mm -hmm. version of this story yeah which is why part of me is like i i dare you to make the sequel may you know like i don't pixar has been known to make good sequels which is why i'm like i'm not counting this out no for (laughs) sure for sure Yeah. yeah yeah Uh, speaking of sequels, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm with yep. you, Tom. I don't care. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a drive-in movie franchise. Like they have so one many... classic, and the rest is schlock. So it's sure, whatever. Exactly. It's complete apathy over yeah. at the Planet of the Apes franchise. Right. Just like yeah, sure, fine. sure, whatever. Like I, I but uh, I haven't seen any of these because I don't care. Like I haven't seen. Right. I've seen maybe one of the original sequels when they were aired on TV, but it's just not Planet of the Apes outside of like the. Uh, <laughs> the original story and more of like the, not a parable, but um, what that movie was about. Like, that's what interests me. Like, I don't care. About, like, th- it's just not a, it was a twist. Right. It's not like a universe that interests me. Like, I don't no. so care about the monkey planet. I don't here's, care about monkey planet. Yeah. Here's my defense of these, which is that I didn't. So rise of the planet of the apes is bad. It's just a bad movie. It's incredibly terrible. And they knew it. So they made Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and then they made whatever the other one was. Those two are just like very decent, gritty, post-apocalyptic sci-fi where it's like they don't even need to really be apes. It could have just been warring armies. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, And it has in it fucking Gary Oldman, Andy Serkis, Toby Kebbell, um, Jason Clarke judy greer's in there so it's it's also just like really well done it's matt reeves um right yeah and so like it's just they're good movies um war uh, war for the planet of the apes is the other one um the like regardless of the fact that they're planet of the apes movies they're just like decent war thrillers um and they're good they're just good um this is not directed by matt reeves this is the director of the maze runners all of them uh, people seem Put to be excited for this in movie. A maze. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now we're t- well, here's one thing I will say about the boldness of this movie. This is the first time in the entire franchise they were just like, uh, guys, I'm gonna say it. All eight. Just eight, baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ape that's it up. the other thing. Is the other ones that were kept teasing it. Like the apes would sort of talk a little bit. Now they're just like, okay, we're doing it. No humans. Um, Fuck humans. Just just full ape. Yeah. I'm sure they'll do the Statue of Liberty in this. They're finally, they finally met the Heston one, but I think it was actually smart of them not to have just remade the Cheston ones originally and made a prequel because they did make them more interesting. And again, there are, I think this will, people will watch this. I think there's a weird group of people, but a significant who really did like those other Planet of the Apes and are excited for this. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's just, it feels like it's, there's not a no, lot of complexity it, to the concept, which is what made the original sci-fi concept so effective, is that you weren't expecting it to have a sci-fi ramification. You were right. just like, oh, and there's a, a there's a planet. Got it. Cool. And oh, shit, it's our planet. Like, that simple thing, which is what made that movie a classic, oh, yeah. has not deserved, like, five movies. 
Not at all. But I do think the sequels will be one of those things that'll get lost and people will discover them later and go, those were surprisingly decent. Yeah, I mean, that's um, people sure. working hard on movies. Yeah. But it's also like, man, it's been six years. Like, this is like a new Fantastic Beasts coming out. Yeah. Where I'm like, really? All right. I there mean, was a new Fantastic Beasts this year, Dave. Yeah, I dude. don't know. No. <laughs> yes, no. dude. That's not true. Yeah. No. <laughs> this year. I'm, I'm the reality, reasonably the nightmare sure. you pitched is real. The Secrets? Secrets was last year. Secrets was last year. Okay. The okay. Secrets of Dumbledore was last year. Yeah. <laughs> but it is. I don't know. I I I'm less into this because Matt Reeves is a very good director, and this isn't Matt Reeves, <laughs> so I'm like, well, I don't care about the 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 apes, um, so whatever. Hmm. You know, like yeah. maybe it's maybe it'll be fine. Also, this is the guy that's doing Zelda for all you Zelda fans out there. The Maze Runner guy is also doing The Legend of Zelda. I don't know if that's going to make people feel good or bad. Oh. I just assumed the Zelda movie was a cartoon. No, it's a live action adaptation. Huh. Yep. Okay. And you're going to ask yourself who's who's Link and oh, no. the internet has answered Tom Holland apparently. Right. So now that's the reality, I guess. He is so the new a Zelda bit movie. too old to be a teenaged <laughs> protagonist. Yeah. Listen, yeah. the new Zelda movie, I'm sure we've revealed this before, is uh, so the director of Maze Runner written by... The writer of, are you ready for this? Jurassic World. Oh, yeah. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Fuck me up. Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise Hell of yeah. Skywalker. And Jurassic World Dominant, Dom, Domination. Dominion? Dominion. Jurassic World Dominion. Okay, yeah. so, so just a series of some of the worst movies I've yep. seen in And they're past like, hey, buddy, years. you want Zelda? And he's like, yeah, I'll take Zelda. That's his voice. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just roaring through properties, just tearing them down. I mean, there's not much to Zelda. Zelda, we were talking, we were talking about archetypes earlier. That's all and Zelda yet is. And will fuck it up. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's there's plenty of room to fuck that up. I mean, it's not. My God, it's not anyway. like monster trucks. I forgot monster trucks. Oh, did he write monster <laughs> trucks or direct it? He wrote monster trucks as well. <laughs> I just want to point out. As far as I understand, the way it works is that it's not that it's necessarily a terrible writer. I mean, he's not great, but the idea, it's because he hasn't shown it. And the idea is that he is someone who will basically lay over when a studio is like, this is right, what we're he'll doing. Just do the thing. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's well, a job. Yeah, you know, that's person. We, we can, I can be fine with that. I can live yeah, in that reality. It's whatever. Uh, yeah. Rather if than to say, case, this guy I'm... keeps ruining franchise. No, it starts in the studio he level did, and they want to come oh, I, I never said he ruined anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. say he, I just said he wrote some fucking terrible movies. That's it, it's, absolutely it's, that's the thing. It's like maybe it's not his fault, but then he has to get the fuck away from whoever is giving yeah. him his. I mean, jobs. he's a part of the problem. I mean, yeah, I'm sure he's. I'm sure, sure this, he's getting paid lots and lots of money. So that's let's, the thing. let's move on. Okay, this um yeah let's speaking let's of. move on to bigger and better things right. Mm -hmm. This is Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire. We're literally talking about the same movie like four times today. <laughs> And so right? this movie, it really is. It really wanna, is. This movie, I want to tell you who directed it. It's the director of the Poltergeist remake. Oh, so, they didn't even get Jason Reitman back, huh? Nope. Nope. He wrote it, or he co-wrote it, rather, with this director. And Ivan Reitman is credited, I assume, for characters. characters. I mean, Jason Reitman might even just be credited for characters. I don't know. 
You're right. Because there's what, like uh, this Stranger all Things the kids, boy. Yeah, all the kids and the Paul Rudd and the Carrie Coon. What's um, happening here? I I don't care. Uh, it's the 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 last movie was bafflingly serious. This trailer is bafflingly serious. I don't. It's like a Roland Emmerich film. They're like, uh, yeah. you know what they like is weather events, and I'm like, yeah, that's it's strange. It's they, which I don't know. It, again, like Ghostbusters is is pretty similar to Garfield in that it's just it was only ever plastic. Yeah. But also, like, for the record, Ghostbusters used to have apocalyptic events, like, yeah. so that's not. That no, 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 no. Every every Ghostbusters. All the good Ghostbusters the second, media also ends with the world ending. Threat. The second that we got a gritty Slimer, we lost our way. Yeah, you know it's weird, isn't it? Weird that the 2016 one, I'm pretty sure, is the third best Ghostbusters, um, because that one dared to be a comedy, not a great comedy, but it it was like a comedy. Yeah, I don't know. It's again, it wasn't good. And then um, the 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 last one was just like. Very congratulating serious. all the people who played with Ghostbusters toys when they I, it was like a yeah, weird I, reverence for I it. I did like mm. so my defense of that film and it's not much of a defense is that when they did do funny they did a lot of dry comedy which reminded me more of Ghostbusters. Yeah. But it was still like the weird reverence of it, it all. It was it's like it's 70% that tone and then there's yeah. like a couple of horror beats which were cool. I want to see Jason Reitman do more horror stuff. And yeah. then some of the jokes did land. It's just there were barely any of them. And it's mostly this weird, serious tone. And now I, they're moving. I don't and know. like this Frozen Empire stuff. And like, I don't know. It also feels weird that they're introducing New York now, reintroducing. But then they're also doing this big, big offer on top of it of this like apocalypse that I feel like. I don't know. I, again, that's not unusual for ghostbusters but it's the tone on top of it where it feels like they really want to like build a world i don't know Bill i mean Murray it's looks so tired it's over is the thing just look at it's over. it's crazy yes. to me ghostbusters yeah. colon frozen empire that tells you everything you need to know what is frozen empire <laughs> what does really? that even mean <laughs> like, yeah not only just like the baffling like these are good sounding words they're trying to like evoke from me this feeling of like oh mysterious tonally dark and like, right, like this like Batman exciting or chapter of the ghostbusters and it's right. like you Fuck have you. you have seriously just fucked up like you don't know you you don't care about ghostbusters anymore ghostbusters is just a, a pack it's, and it's a, car. a frozen empire if yeah you will. It's, it, is a, it is a corpse that they're just running electricity through tells you everything yeah, sure. you need to know yeah Speaking um, of which, <laughs> sorry, hold on. I have to point okay. something out. Uh, William Atherton's in this. Walter what? Peck. Okay, I'm back on board. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's okay. So here's the both the good and bad about that. Sure. And they're doing Star Trek Picard. I yeah. I've talked about it. I watched three seasons of Star Trek Picard, and Star Trek Picard is basically them calling everybody they can and being like, "Will you be in it?" Spoil not quite spoilers, but Professor Moriarty's in Star Trek Picard. That's to give you the level of like They're really going they deep did. on the bench. Yeah. yeah, they dug. They got everybody who was willing, and they were like, "Remember them?" And I was like, "Yes, I do. I love it because in my mind, it didn't fucking matter. No, it doesn't like, matter. Really, Star Trek <sighs> TNG was done, and Picard is just like fan fiction, right? And I was enjoying it like fan fiction, and so for that reason, I was like, "Oh shit, you got Moriarty, you got Ensign Rowe in there. That's great, fun." 
Um, and so I guess you could enjoy this on that level where you're like, there's Walter Peck. Oh, my Dude. God. They got him back. It's like a it's, reunion it's show. It's just all it is. And that's all it is. the, the previous one is. It's just like, yeah. remember these toys you used to play with? You remember how band back to cool you liked yeah. the Ghostbusters? I don't know. But you can't find like a narrative from here. It's you not know, a movie. You can't... Yeah, it's not yeah, a movie. Exactly. I just want to stop talking because I'm sad now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about... Well, let's talk about Lisa Frankenstein now. Yeah. Diablo Cody's Lisa fully Frankenstein. Fully into this. Directed by Zelda Williams. Really? Yeah. Did you see that Wait, at the end? Wait, what did she do? I, Lisa... she's, I, don't, I don't know if she's done anything yet. She's Robin Williams' daughter. Oh, well, that's something. That's an accomplishment. I mean, she's an actress. <laughs> I don't know if she's directed anything else is what I meant. Right. Um, um, let me, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh, she's oh, yeah, done a some bunch stuff, of stuff. Yeah. yeah, she has a career. Okay, um, cool. This... But uh, the, I'm into this. I'm fully into this. <laughs> it does look like it's having fun with itself. I do think it's funny that we were making the, like, a once again, a cracked-esque observation we were making of just, like, wh- what's the farthest they'll ever go? Are they going to Twilight Frankenstein? <laughs> and right. it's like, oh, yeah, we're <laughs> we're making sexy Frankenstein, baby. Yeah, but it's it's that, it's the Diablo Cody, but wink, it's, wink, it, we're self-aware. Yeah, of course. Um, it's called yeah. Lisa Frankenstein. Yeah. Yes. yeah, Lisa, yeah. Lisa I, Frank and Stein. Yeah. Stein. <laughs> it, it also reminds me of that Buffy episode where the boy makes a robot girlfriend. Like they're gonna have a lot of fun with the. This is a terrible thing. This is a monster. <laughs> the right. yeah. Lisa's a real, real monster, pervert. I um yeah i i think this will be fun it has that netflix lighting. Also, there's been like a a few Frankenstein adaptations. That's not their fault. They just happen to crowd the same area. Yeah, but that's, that's not mean, totally looks... frank. She's basically she is assembling herself a perfect boyfriend slash prom date out of body parts. Yeah, and yeah. then think... also using the monster to help her kill other people to get better body parts for him. Right, it's solid. Like solid. it feels like you know, like Diablo Cody. I feel like is very inspired by movies like Heather's. Right, for, um, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and. I, I don't know. I, I really liked Juno. I, li- I like Jennifer's body like Jennifer's as a body concept. A yeah. I don't, I, you, you know, my thoughts on it. I'm not yeah, a big fair. fan of the dialogue in that one. That's true. It's not, it's uh, not perfect, but I, I, I do like Jennifer's body and Juno. I think Diablo Cody is like Tarantino, which is that she writes like Diablo Cody and some, or, or Kevin Smith or anybody else who has a strong voice. And I think sometimes it works for me. Sometimes it doesn't. And that's all. And this looks like it would really work in this in you know premise so i'm i'm excited they you can tell that the trailer intentionally hid uh the monster like though obviously the monster is gonna have like lines and stuff they didn't do that right yeah they really keep him kind of a mystery and i (laughs) hope that they make it like they have a segment where they like get into the psyche of him because that seems like a fun you know fun in game sequence where it's just like you have such a rich bucket like the monster fears fire you know like yeah the monster is like what manner of beast am i you know it's like i i hope that i hope they do the real frankenstein jokes it's also got um gerald's game in there jerry's game carly gugino um yeah thank you she's She's great she's really good amazing she was great in that uh what was Jerry's it? The House game. of Usher? Usher. Oh, yeah. She was oh, yeah. That. She killed it. <laughs> All right. Last trailer. Final we finally got trailer. Mm. Godzilla minus one, 
we could have covered this at a point because it's i don't think it's covered it's like sag or whatever i don't um, think so it's a japanese of, film is, yeah. yeah this is like the 38th godzilla sequel for them um it's my question was just i couldn't help but notice godzilla's kind of cgi in this has that been a, for happening for a while as far as i know yes Okay, because I thought that was the Godzilla's main difference. Is they were doing a lot of still costume Godzilla, and I, now I'm and curious. Like miniatures? Like that's what I thought. I thought they were still doing that, but no, clearly I think I'm that, wrong. I think that finished in like the, the early aughts, maybe. They're, yeah. They're, I'm, I'm not that. I'm not really that familiar with the Godzilla series. I do but remember like mm-hmm. Godzilla 2000 still does the suits. Hell yeah. Um, but anyway, this is I've didn't realize this was a period piece uh until i <laughs> saw the trailer um i was already like pretty jazzed to see this yeah, uh, this yeah, movie looks it's a prequel, fucking right? awesome no it's a basically a, a, a reboot or a, a reboot okay for the, the record it looks like the suits ended in 2004 okay which nice. is fine i mean pull. It's, it's their it's their series it's a, it's a weird <laughs> choice to set godzilla in japan in, right. wo- in World War Two times, yeah, know, right, right after World War Two, right? Nah, I, I really want so Godzilla to. I want Godzilla to have lines, and he's like, you know, I am become death, and he's just like Oppenheimer quotes. They should get it's just a giant Cillian Murphy, Cillian Murphy. Like, yeah. yeah, they should. They should get like. It would be great if they got multiple fucking Oppenheimer people. Uh, this uh, what a movie, that's the best crazy movie I've ever heard. Of. I think this director has done other Godzillas too. Um, this looks awesome. This it, looks just yeah, it looks it, legit, it looks right? so fucking good. And I, 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 I've heard from folks that this movie is legit from people who have seen it already. I love the thing that we've been doing with. I mean, I don't know how long if Japan has been doing this, but it's definitely been a thing in the in the more recent westernized uh, Godzilla movies, where it's like <laughs> Godzilla's kind of like Inspector Gadget. Like, there's no. <laughs> We don't know the depth of his all his you tricks mean they that both he's going to pull up. Broderick? No, no, no. He's he's okay. like he's got like blue spikies on his back, which we've oh, seen yeah. before. But now they jolt out to the music, and it's mm. just like funny to me that it's just like, oh, I guess Godzilla's got a more final form. You know, I oh, didn't yeah, know God- that. Godzilla often makes the same noises you'd hear in a rave. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like he's yep. he's like part electronic. He's great. Yeah, he's part Daft Punk. He's yeah. Daft Punk. He really is. Yeah, I wonder and if you know. Well, I was oh, just wondering that those blue spikies, because that's the new iteration. Is that like? Does that feel good? Is he like? Oh no. yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, he's like. Oh, feels so good when they oh, pop out. Fuck. This looks. Oh, there's a there's a shot where a boat is like being chased by him, shooting at him. Uh, oh, the, yeah, one of the last shots and grabs the boat and the fucking deck guns just go off right in it. Mm. So I recently watched the American New Godzillas and like I now want to compare and contrast, especially since now they're both CGI and they're both the same model, you know? Yeah, um, sort of. Th- this, this, you, there is a difference, but yeah, they're pretty similar. It's just funny because I watched still looks all like the three cat. main ones yeah, and the one that's still like the action at least is amazing as Godzilla v Kong. Like that one is still has a sense of fun. It's still like bogged down by so much plot. I know, but the and decision those, to end it with a pro wrestling fight between those three is that incredible. Was great. But yeah. it was like, <laughs> it's just weird how the American ones seem to like get bogged down and they don't have as much fun. And just this trailer alone, I'm just like, this has a lot of Godzilla and it looks fun as hell. 
It does seem um, like they're just, ah, let's fucking destroy the city real, yeah. real bad. Yeah. Well, I like that it's, you know, um, it's also not trying to down play the destruction, I guess, or, or minimize it the way that we tend to in, in yeah, we, American we, blockbusters. There's this, there, there was this weird obsession with Godzilla and Kong both being kind of good guys. Yes. And then when they had to fight, it was like, what are we doing? And they had to invent, like, they had to get Mecha Godzilla in there, which, you know. Right. And they, not, had, to, not, they had to evacuate Hong Kong, I think. Exactly. They? they have to like, Oh, all these buildings write, are empty. No, they're not. Right. They have to sweatily write these reasons why they're not bad. And it's like, it's a giant lizard and giant monkey. They can just be bad. It's fine. <laughs> we don't have to root. Like the end of the first one. Remember the end of the first one where Godzilla gets up, goes to the ocean, and the people in San Francisco cheer? And it's like, why are you cheering for him? Like, yeah, he fought off the other things, but he also gods. destroyed. <laughs> yeah, like, there's no re- like, it's like they're watching the movie <laughs> and they know the brand. nothing for you. Yeah. yeah. You, this, what do you think is happening? It's like those two weird spider fuckers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't know. This looks fucking great. Like the guy just betting on who's going (laughs) to (laughs) win. Just Uh, huddled in a corner. (laughs) Oh, man. Godzilla. Minus one. All right. We did it. We did all the trailers. We did. We did. But we have a few more producers, Dave. We do. Let's thank some. Uh, big thank you to No One Can Hear You Screaming Space McNulty. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Thank you. Thank you to Pete for Pagel. Thank you so much. <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you to Numino, Ultra Microscopic, Silicon Volcano, Coniosis, Anti Disestablishment, Terrianism Jones. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Pumpkin Ed. Thank you so much. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you. Thank you to Rosemary's Baby from Eraserhead. Thank you. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Thank you so much. Thank you to Sorry Cop, world's most laughable centrist. Thank you. Thank you to Steven. Thank you. Let me swoop in here. Thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Thank you. Thank you to the Midnight Patron with patrons at midnight. Thank you. Thank you to the Oatmeal Savage. Thank you. Thank you to Happy Holidays from the ghost of Dave Andrew Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to the 2B Terror Bunny says the strikes may be over, but egg David Zaslav for fun and profit. Mm, thank, thank you. you to these seven bees. Thank you. Thank you to Tiger Doors Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Thank you. Thank you to Tux. Thank you. Thank you to Vincent. Thank you. Thank you to Why Don't You Take a Flying Fuck at the Moon. Thank you. And thank you to your mom. Thanks. Dave, Woo! we talked about 11 billion trailers today. But we did. I couldn't help but feel that there may have been one that you held back. Give it to us, Dave. A precious little gem that perhaps deserves a little more hype. Come oh, on. Oh, I got I got it. I got what? it. What? No. Give it give it to me. This is on streaming right now. It came <gasps> out November 14th. Oh. I haven't seen it. Um it's called The Gravity. Not to be confused with Gravity. The Gravity. Uh, as in like the gravity of the situation or the gravity is going nuts because of a planetary alignment. Um, this takes place in uh, Paris in suburbs about, it's about two rival drug gang gangs that are um, vying for power. There's a new young drug gang gang and they're like fighting the old one. Um, our main character is a guy whose brother died falling to his death. And his friend is someone who fell with his brother and is confined to a wheelchair. 
Uh, so why would I include that if, like that? That sounds like any other movie, right? That's that's a pretty standard movie, except the gravity is reversing or something. So the the B plot of the B plot, B plot of this movie is that the exact same time there's a awaiting planetary alignments that's going to screw with our Earth's gravity. I believe to reverse it, I'm 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 sort of just guessing based off what they show. It's considered a B plot. Like they keep cutting to space apparently in the movie every now and then. Um, uh, for this weird cosmic like event that's going to happen uh, that's leading to basically this face-off between these gangs. It's like in the background the whole time. Um, also, if you saw the trailer, you might notice that he builds a super wheelchair. Yeah, it's uh, like, like an Iron, Iron Man, Man wheelchair. Man suit, yeah. Which seems also unrelated. So this is all to say this movie looks fucking weird. Like, I don't know... It's gotten good reviews, but it doesn't have like that many reviews. I'm, you know, it's in festivals and stuff. This is all to say that's just like it looks fucking weird and unique. I've never seen a movie like this that appears to be about rival gangs building a Iron Man wheelchair to yeah, fight a gravity. It seems like eighty percent of this is event. a social drama. You know, yes, most of it is just like any other like indie social drama that you, you could you could watch. Um, what do you guys think? Looks interesting. Looks weird as shit. It looks weird as shit, and I hope they play with it, uh, because I think the excitement that you have for it, I also share that excitement. I think there's something here, and they're going to be doing some commentary on, like, what this means, you know, like, what... The, the idea, I think they have the kind of, at the start of, start of the trailer, they kind of have the setup about, like, why were they jumping from buildings and stuff like that. Right. I think that they're going to dip into this, like, I don't know what they're going to, what aspect of culture they're going to dip into it, but it's definitely not going to just be like, and then they, you know, they, then they're, then it's a big gravity battle. Um, but no, yeah, <clears throat> maybe. Gonna... I'm a little worried more of what this says about, movies like <laughs> because i don't know maybe i'm just maybe i'm just an old man screaming at the clouds but like honestly uh it's like the this is an indie darling and it should it's a social drama and it's about like families and friendship and the loss of and grief and gravity it, it, but that's the thing is that i almost it almost feels like it also could be that in order to make a dent in like and have your movie get made with a a good budget like you have to kind of placate this addiction to powers that we've had for the last 20 years right and i'm just a little tired of it and i'm for like sure. this could be a bad sad state of the union or it could be like one of the coolest like playing with that shit um that we've seen today yeah it's i have no clue what to expect to be honest that's Here's fair my that's a good observation that. yeah i think these days there's so many movies and streaming and stuff you have to stand out you have to have something like right. weird and unique and memorable i think the better movies are the ones who do that and then have a thematic reason within the story that's yeah. there mm-hmm. and so the question is like did they have that and this is getting nothing but good reviews so far again only like five reviews um because it just came out mm-hmm. um so like at least according to the handful of reviews it does seem like it does come together in that way i wonder if people are going to be almost disappointed when they realize it's mostly not about like it's mostly about rival gangs and not right. really about 
sci-fi shit it's like more akin to like a prophet you know or something like that like a movie that's just about like people walking around and like the it's mostly looks like the wire you know like yeah it mostly looks like the wire but with a little bit of sci-fi paris (laughs) yeah wire in paris basically yeah it's the wire but they probably have better health care i'm guessing (laughs) but i Uh, do i do share your enthusiasm for this could be a non-comic book kind of quotation to the idea of like personal excellence or the idea of being like the special boy or something like that and being important. Right. And getting, having to win because of it. There seems to be almost like an alignment of things that are happening that are making me think that that's what this movie is actually about. Yeah. Also, I I heard that the face off of it is takes place like in a sewer, like in an enclosed space, which is not what you'd think for a movie that's leading up to gravity. So like, that's interesting to me. That seems like they subvert it in a way. I don't know. Yeah, I um, think that there might be something going on here. Yeah. No matter what, I I want to fucking see this. So you yeah. Know. Yeah. Hype, 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 hype. I'm hype, hype, hyped. Hyped. Movies are back. Movies are back. The movies have returned. Yep. And that's a sewed. We've done it. Oh, yeah. Bask in the sewed, in the afterglow Mm. of the sewed. Splish, splash. Mm. Let it it, it, it trickle over you. Abe, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Hey, man. It's always a pleasure to talk movies with you guys. I love movies. You love movies. You Mm. do. You do. That is a true statement about yourself. Do you want to hit any pluggies again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just if you hadn't, if you can't remember, because this has been a two-hour-long episode, patreon.com slash smallbeans. You probably know about us. Um, We do kind of the same thing about as Gamefully Employed does, so if you're into them, you're probably going to be into us. And, um, yeah, we share a bunch of, like, shows with them, including Star Trek The Next Futurama and Spielboys. And we have a new video show with Michael Swain talking about trailers. So if you like this kind of stuff, you're probably going to like that show. Um, yeah, it's 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 a riot. So come join us. Have 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 a good time. Bye. Nice. nice. Um, we have a Patreon as well. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. Go on there. You, you check it out. We have those podcasts that Abe mentioned, Star Trek, The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. We also have Fox Muller's Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, which movies every Friday night. Uh, check us both out. Check Small Beans. Check Gamefully. You know, check things out. You love things. Yeah. And you love checking things. Um, oh, yeah. Speaking of checking things, head over to our store, if you like, gamefullyunemployed.com. You'll find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on T-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So slap your little gravity flipping peepers onto that. Yeah, yeah. slap your big gravity hogs. Yeah, yeah. your gravity hogs. That's That should be a movie. Get your Float hogs, hogs. All right. Yeah, let's write it. Say yeah. goodbye, everyone. Bye. 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 Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. 
and follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our channel artwork is produced by Michael Vincent Bramley. You can find more of his artwork at instagram.com slash mvbramleyart. Our episode artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.